Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the archives of the greatest dramas in radio history, we proudly present Hollywood. The Radio Theater, starring Charles Coburn, Tom Drake, Beverly Tyler, Jim Cronin, and Dean Stockwell in The Green Years. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. William Keeley. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, another MGM picture. An outstanding favorite is being presented on the stage. A thrilling drama that will live forever in our hearts. It's A.J. Cronin's masterpiece, The Green Year. And we are fortunate indeed in bringing you the original motion picture cast. Charles Coburn, Tom Drake, Beverly Tyler, Jim Cronin, and Dean Stockwell. It's curtain time, and here's the play millions of you hope to see. The Green Year. Starring Charles Coburn as Grandfather Gow, Tom Drake as Roby, Beverly Tyler as Allison, Neil Cronin as Mr. Lucky, with Dean Stockwell as the boy Roby. In the year 1900, Robert Shannon, orphan, aged nine years, journeyed from Ireland to the town of Loganford in Scotland, there to make his new home with Mr. and Mrs. Lucky, the parents of his dead mother. You're late, Mama. Supper's waiting. I'm sorry, James, but my train was delayed. I suppose you spent good money on the cab? No, we did. Well, look up, Robbie. This is your grandfather. Robert, no one regrets more than I that we meet under these circumstances. You call me Papa rather than Grandpa. We have one Grandpa in the house already. He's my father, Robbie. Grandpa Gow. Well, this is cute, dear. You're not. Well, And this is your Uncle Murdoch? I hope you like it here, Robbie. Thank you. Robert's son, Adam, lives in London. A very successful insurance broker, Robert. Oh, it's hard for you, boy, coming to know us all at once. You'll feel better after supper. Sit down. Oh, Heavenly Father, you've blessed me with this new responsibility, my grandson, Robert. You know, Lord, how his mother deceived me and married a wild, irresponsible Irishman. Not even at the face of his household. Help me to carry this extra burden and deliver him from deceit, wild ways, and extravagance. Amen. Pass your plate. Mm. Boy has no belongings, Mama? Nothing. Only a tricycle coming from Dublin to carry it. A tricycle? Hmm. That improvident Irishman. Oh, that a daughter of mine had run off with a man who'd nothing but a tricycle. What? Well, he's a boy, then, are you? Oh. Uh, it's oh. today's Friday. The boy's not of our first father. Oh. Hi. It's too I'm hungry. I'll take your meat, then. Waste not, want not. Where will you be sending over to school, Papa? At the elementary, of course. Not in the 
I hear no reflections, Kate, on a school that pays you 16 shillings a week. Why can't you go to the academy? The laddie comes to us with no money. But you have changed, Mr. Christian. You don't want to be a sister to the sanitation of your life, please. Here, That's right. Well, Robert will go to the academy. Well, Robert, I've got nothing to say. Thank you. Oh. He doesn't want to eat. Let him go to bed. Have you decided when he's sexy? I still think Grandma Lucky's room would be best. My mother pays good money for her room. She'll be home tomorrow, and you know she dislikes surprises. Please, please, just bring the towel then, Robbie. Get the bag, boy. It's the last room at the end of the hall. So you'll be Robert Kennedy. Hey, there could be more of you. Yes, Kennedy. The pity you don't have my hair. Your mother had my hair. You were lucky. If there's one thing I cannot abide, it's a crying lady. Well, what might you be wanting? I said I was to sleep with you. Sleep with me? Well, is it your expectation to sleep with your clothes on? Go on, dear. Look at me, laddie. I, I, you'll need a friend in this house. It's all right, boy. It's all right. Come along, Robbie. It's a fine black morning. And I'm taking you with me to my lawyer. On business. Hey. I'm off to see my lawyer. He touched the key. He didn't know. Well, then touch it. I can't. Papa says he can't say it. What's that? He says he asked me to study. Someday, Robbie, I shall take this and let you in these two hands of mine and I shall... Oh, good morning, Mr. Gold. Ah, Mrs. Bosomer. What a picture you make, madam. The sun shining like golden hop strings through your radiant hair. Have you had the honor of meeting my great-grandson, Robert? Robert? Your grandpa's a poet. And who wouldn't be the privilege to greet this loveliness of the morning? Be off with your candy, Take my advice, Robbie. Enjoy the ladies. Their human races better half. Meet a body, meet a body, come and the life. Come in, Dandy. Come in. I'll give uh, about a minute, Robbie. Sit down there. Yes, I gave you a thick document to copy Dandy Gow. Are they ready? They are, Mr. Mercer. Sir, here they are. Ah, hey, that's a lovely copy. Fair copy, please. It's a pity you couldn't have done such a job on your first Dandy Gow as you have on your hand, right? Well, I'll credit this work to the rest. Could you be uh, letting me have, say, perhaps uh, half a crown, sir? And what did I tell your son-in-law, Mr. Lucky? You know the arrangement. The money I pay you to copy my legal paper so to pay this premium on your life insurance. I, I, I know, but uh, perhaps it's true. I see through your dandy demon rum. No, not a penny. No, out with it. Robbie, come here. Lad, this is Mr. Mercer. As fine and generous a man as you'll ever know. May I present my great friend, Sir Robert? Robert? If you're ever in trouble, and heaven help us, you probably will be, while you'll know who to come to. Thank you, sir. Uh, Dandy, I find there's a little item of half a crown, do you, after all? Yeah, it's a trivial matter, lawyer. Thank you, sir, and good day. Goodbye, Robert. Goodbye, Mr. Keller. You look strange. I never noticed that establishment before. What establishment, Robert? Across the street there. What does that sign say, laddie? The Premier Arms. Good day, Oh, bless me, bless me. Obviously a place of refreshment. How would you like a nice glass of bubbling lemonade? Thank you, Papa. Excellent. I'll fetch you one. And then you can play. Yonder's the village green, see? Aye, there's a lucky boy. Lemonade and lucky. <laughs> what more could you ask? Hello. Hello. What are you doing? I'm waiting for my coffee. I'm going to see my grandpa. What's your name? Robert Turner. I'm new here. 
I'm all so good. But I'm going to do anything else. I don't know. Do you? Of course. I'm going to marry fine man. I've had many fine children. Oh, where's my cousin now? He's talking to you, Alison. Where's Louie, boy? This is Louisa. He's my cousin. Don't you ever leave him up? It's Louie's brother. Oh, you're a talking party. Yes. Come on, Alison. Keep talking. But that's all right. I said come on. You'll take some for that. Did you have a nice time on the green lad? Yes, Santa. Green laddy? What are you thinking about? Nothing. Where did you get that big red nose? No, big red nose. Why? Did you never hear of the Zulu War? Santa, I can't Oh, boy, I'm not the one to brag. But there we were, cut off in the jungle by the savage hordes of Zulu. Someone had to get a message through the relief column. I'll carry it there, Clyde. I took a revolver in each hand and a knife in the teeth. Quietly, I crawled across the rocky belt. The jungle, that is. I was almost through the enemy line when they charged upon me by the score. I fired. Bam, 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 bam. Three, the savages fell back. But how long could my ammunition hold out? I flashed over the knife. Zip, zip, zip. Pop, he fired up a button. But the Zulus still came. And then... Bam, bam. Oh, then a sweet sight out of the dark of the night came running my great white charger, Athena. I leaped on her back. The Zulus gave chase. Strikes the poison arrows dark in the air. I was wounded. I crowned them hard. Oh, that magnificent animal. He carried me to the relief column. Patient, bleeding, breathless. I fell into their arms with my message. The flag was saved. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to think so when the Queen, God bless her, decorated me at Balmoral Castle. But, Santa, I don't think it's a good one. A poison steel lad, a direct hit. Oh, how wonderful. Here's me again. Some other day, laddie. And there will be others. It's you and me together, my boy, in whatever the difficulty. Yes, Santa. And we're in difficulty this very moment. Yeah? Look up the street, Ruby. Your grandma let me come home. Let me try and fall into the clutches of that horrible old man. Ah, here he is now. Come in, Robbie. Come in and be seen by your grandma, Letty. You'll know be in the hands of a good Christian woman. So come to your grandma, Robert. Mm-hmm. Look at his clothes. Do you think he can go to the academy and ride? But the lad who comes to us with no money. Oh. You're no suggestion I buy his clothes, are you? You're my son, but you're a tight-twisted penny pink and neither. Here, boy, here's a ticket. Thank you. Sit there, laddie. Don't drink. You'll last longer, Daphne. So, you've been seeing a bit of your grandpa down. You see, he's talking about the Zulu War and how he got his two-year nose. The Zulu War. He was sitting on the nose of a spear, a poison spear. Aye, get some rum, it was. Come on, lad. First thing I'll do is measure you for a new suit. Oh, never fear, boys. If I make up just grand. But the color, Grandma. It's green and those flowers. You'll not notice the flowers when it's done. Bedtime now, Robbie. Good night, Grandma. Where are you going? The tent is going. You're sleeping with me, Robbie, from now on. And I've got a thing or two you should know about that man. He's really indeed. That man's never set foot 50 miles from here. He's tagged for pennies all his life. He's charged from every situation he's ever held. Uh, he's supported, like you said, by the charity of my son. Is it never fear? You're out of his influence now. 
No, into bed. I've got to get to work on your new suit. And don't forget, boys, Academy opens Monday. <laughs> From school earlier, Robbie. Grandpa, the team is going to school. Do not go back there again. No, 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 no. The master's been up here. Is it that it? Mr. Reed? No, Grandpa. It's his suit. The other boys. Well, now, since Grandma Lexi thinks so much here, isn't she the one you should be running to? It's too far. It's not me, A green suit with flowers. <laughs> Lady, you cannot blame the boys for laughing. But on the other hand, you cannot have them laughing at you. Now, will you do what I tell you? You need them, Grandpa. I promise. Then who is the strongest, the most stubbornest, and the most independentest boy in the class? Gavin Blair. Well, then, you must meet Gavin Blair. Gavin, he's the only boy who lives here long. If you want to get on top, you must remove the top men. You'll fight this Gavin Blair and you'll lick him. Gavin, I can't fight him. Then I must fight this to read and implore his protection of my weak little grandson. No, grandson, no. Well, then? But I don't know how to fight. Ah, what a lucky boy you are. Here I am. The man who stood toe to toe with Billy the Butcher, winner of the famous 84 round bare knuckle fight to the finish against Terrible Terry. You, Grandpa? Well, no, Billy the Butcher. But who held his coat, hmm? Come on, boy. Up with your feet. Chin down, lead me your left. We'll show this Gavin Blair. Aim at my nose now, boy. Aim at my nose. Oh, oh, your nose. It's all right, lad. It's all right. I permitted your distraction. And now you understand the importance of ducking. Well, come on, Robbie. Try it again. Hello, Robbie. You? I'll fight the seven blows, Uncle. Well, I've never seen a finer black eye in heaven. But, Uncle, I lost. Seven missing. But obviously you did not run away. Here now, what's this? It's my green suit. Oh, it is. But what's that suit you're wearing? Seven blows. He gave it to me. The boy who looked you? He took me on after it. He likes me, Grandpa. There's blood all over the place. Give me that emerald raiment. There, into the grave with it, Robbie, and go to living. Ready? you can receive many a black eye in this life, but if you're a man, you'll not be the loser. You mean a man already? I do, I. You're a man like your own Grandpa, a fear of nothing. You can go your own way, attend your own church, and you can spit in any man's eye. Robert? Stand up to her, Robbie. Mind, you're a man, no? Good work, Robert. You're going to clear me, Edith. Where did you get that suit? And your eyes. Where did you get that eye? In a fight, Grandma. What did you do with a bullet? Green, Mr. Felicia. We burned it. We yes. didn't think Mr. Lucky would like to see it around. Blood on it. Not very sanitary. And another thing. I'd better see the candles now on. What's that? I'm a man now. This is your work, Mr. Jones, you piece of a field. You heard what the laddie said. He's a man now. And in that case, madam, I don't think Mr. Lecky would approve of his sleeping in your room. Oh, look. Oh. Will you know, Robbie? Well, I'll go. <laughs> what is it you want, Robert? Can't you see I'm reading? Robbie, dear, the superintendent of sanitation is having a pack of golf games. Now, who knows? One of these days, Papa may be wearing a double brain on his cap. And if that's what happens, Papa must be left to do his study in his sleep. We'll talk of it so much. Fifteen shillings. What is that for? My burdens. My responsibilities. You see this book? An encyclopedia of sanitation for which I had to pay twenty-one shillings. And now you ask me for fifteen more. I need to buy a suit. Everyone else will have one. Everyone can. We need a fifteen. Robert, I've been tolerant. I've let you attend the Church of Rome without interference or reproach. I'm a liberal man. 
But liberty can go too far. And when it starts costing money, I'm against it. I wish I had the money to give you, boy. You see, Robbie, it's very difficult for you. I live in the house of Mr. Lucky, and I pay no money for the rare privilege. I earn money copying papers for Mr. McKellar, but it all goes to pay my life insurance. I never see a penny of it. Please, Father, it is a But it's important to get the new suit, so you could change your face. Why don't you go to the established church? Yes, I couldn't. Your grandma let me would just love you if you did. There's no sense taking the hard way. I think I was to be, Grandpa. If you'd said anything else, I'd have just you. Robbie, I'm a sinful and irreverent man with little interest in any church. But before I see you done out of your suit, I'll burn the town of Logan for it. Good day, Mr. Dow. And you're book I'm not buying a book, sir. I'm selling one. An encyclopedia of sanitation. I believe Mr. Lecky purchased this for 21 shillings. He did? Mr. Lecky says it is not comprehensive enough. He must have his money back. Oh, it has been yours now. I cannot give him more than 17 shillings. I shall accept 15. Eh? It's a matter of justice. I don't understand. You don't have to. Take your book there and give you 15 shillings. You did what, Mr. Dow? You did what with my encyclopedia? I sold it, Mr. Lecky, for 15 shillings. And then I bought the boy his new suit. But that's robbery. I'll, I'll have you arrested. I was hoping you'd say that, Mr. Lecky. And what would the court say of a civil employee who robs an orphan lad of his tricycle and sells it for 15 shillings? You deceitful old man. I've just one more word, and if you ever dare to mention this to Robbie, I'll burn this house down at my first opportunity. Good day, Mr. Lucky. Mr. Lucky, Mr. It's five years now since I first wrote in this diary. There was a flower show in Hale yesterday. Alice and Keith ran. Later, Gavin and I danced with her. It's good to have friends like Gavin and Alice. It's almost noon. In two weeks, I'll be graduated from the academy. The whole family will be there. Even Grandpa says he'll come. It'll be the first time he sat down with the lecturers and screamed at Gloria's Jubilee. And now, parents and friends, as we conclude our graduation exercises, it is with considerable pleasure that I make an award to our outstanding student. In my 11 years at the academy, not a single student has warranted this prize. Now at last, Logan Foot possesses a young scientist, who I prophesy someday will be a great doctor. For Mr. Robert Cannon, a special medal in science. Thank you, Mr. Reed. Good work, Green Bridges. Good luck. It seems strange, doesn't it? All those years in the academy, and now we're walking home together for the last time. Well, Gavin, have you ladies talked to you in such a time? I, Gordon, the father still wants you to come with us to look in there. Listen, thanks, Gavin, but I can't. Such a farm will be running. I've got a job starting Monday. A job? The boiler works. Kate's so married now, you know. Kate's so husband thinks he can get me into the machine shop. The boiler works. Oh, Robbie, what's the matter with you? There's no chance at all you'll be coming to the university. No, Gavin. When do you leave for Los Angeles? Tomorrow. Well, here's the big. Good luck to you, Robbie. You too, Alice. Thanks. Goodbye, Gavin. I'll write to you. You're missing me. I... It's a bunny, now. I... It's a bunny, please. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I can't win. It's impossible, but I can try. 
Would you say we're grown up now? No, Daddy. Not quite yet. How it seems. Please, Daddy. I think perhaps you'd better concentrate on the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. Well, I can keep in mind there's so much I want to kiss you. Then, then perhaps you'd better kiss me, Daddy. Oh, oh my Lord. You'll win the scholarship you will. I love it. Name, Ruby. A telegram from Glasgow University. <coughs> a well told young history, ninety-two percent. You missed only one question in geometry. Ruby, you know what this means. We know, we know. Still got the examination on Monday, but I swear to you on the basis of what you've done, if you only get 50% in physics, you'll win the market. <sighs> Mr. Gow, you wouldn't have a drink in the house. Not until Monday. <laughs> now, now, what about that cough, Roby? Oh, it's, it's, it's just a cold. He's a wee bit warm on the side. Uh, uh, well, I'll stop by the doctor. I've got the rest now, anyway. Goodbye, Roby. Goodbye. He'd best stay in bed, is that it, Doctor? And then he'll get He'll get this prescription to the chemist right away. Robbie has examinations Monday and Dusty. Do you think by then... The temperature's 104. Mr. Gow, your grandson's on the bed of pneumonia. How are you feeling, Robbie? Oh, I'm fine, Mr. Reed. The doctor said I could go out today. Ten days have been in bed. Yes, yes, boy, I know. Robbie, I don't see university. I ask if you may take your examination when you've recuperated. Mr. Reed, why didn't you tell me? Because they've refused. I went myself to Glasgow yesterday. I went down to my knees to them. If any consolation, they've ranked you second. Oh. Thank you, sir. I've begged them to give you an average on your physics, but no. No, they're ruled by, guided by rules, not by justice. Well, you're young, something else will turn up. There's Allison here. She wants to see you. Rosie. Take care, laddie. Allison. You know. Yes, Robert, it's just... There's more bad news. Bob and Julia. But what's happened? She was coming to see you, Robin. I didn't know. She was running for the train. She slept it. She thought that. Dead? Dead? Robin, where are you going? Robin! He's coming as my guest on his money. As a music lover of long standing, I shall never allow myself to miss a rendition of Hamlet's Messiah. Hamlet was his Well, that's what I said. Uh, Grandpa, there's a famous teacher coming to the concert. If he likes my voice, mother will insist on not going to the conservatory with everybody. Oh, I don't want to go, Grandpa. I don't want to leave Rosie. He'll be coming back, Lassie. But who's the one that should be studying, not I? Oh, Grandpa, what a fine doctor he could be. 
And when I shoot it and down at that boiler works, I... Oh, things like him that no one can stop, good or bad. But what about Sergeant? Don't tell him until the concert's over. You know, who knows? Perhaps you'll make such an eternal mess of it, there'll be nothing to worry about. It was like an angel, Allison. You're saying tonight. I was never so proud. Brother, he's not right. I... I... Oh, you needn't say it. Grandpa told me. You're going away. Dr. Evans, Oh, you'll go further than that. No, no, no. I heard you sing tonight. Then I'll let you hear the poem. Oh, you must. Oh, Rosie, say the word. I'll keep you out of you. How can I tell you? How could I? Do you love me, don't you? If you love me, then put me on you. What would I be doing for you if I'm out of you? I know my place. Whether I'm suited or not, whether I choose it or not, I have a place at the boiler works, and I'll not share it with you. Oh, Alice, you if I loved you less, you might be different. You're young. I... I suppose we'll get over it. I may be young, but I'm not going to try Would you take me home, though? Yes, Rosie. Yes, Rosie. Yes, We've been looking all over for you. Papa. Doctor, get a drink. Mama, Robbie. She's very ill. Happy so sudden. Her heart and body can tolerate just so much wear and tear, Robbie. Oh, no. That's what she is. Well, no, there's nothing I can do. It's in God's hands, mate. Robbie, I'll be in my room, Papa. You will pray for her, Robbie. Light the candle by your shrine. Pray for her, Robbie. Okay. I've told you to marry you, Forgive me. Punish me, Lord, but not Mama. Never doubt it. All that I've lived have to see. I ask you. I make this bargain. Let her live and I'll never doubt again. Never. Robin, she's gone, right? She's gone and left. Robin, is that you, Robert Cannon? Yes, Father Roach. I was just coming to your house, Rob. I heard Mrs. Rocky the room. He's dead. God rest her. Robert, what's that to do? All my life I've worn this. But I'm throwing away now. I'm weary of nothing. This may be God's way of testing you or showing you the way you must go. What way? Into the priesthood, my son. If God didn't want me to be a doctor, it's too late to oblige him by being a priest. It's never too late to turn to God. I don't believe in God. God believes in you, Robert. I don't believe in God anymore. In a moment, we'll return with a third act of The Green Year, starring Charles Coburn, Tom Drake, Beverly Tyler, and Hume Cronin. Times of War have always been true. The Times of War songs. 
Anti-enemy songs, patriotic songs, cheer-up songs, satirical songs, and of course, tender songs. One of the greatest songs to come out of World War I falls into the last category. The ballad, Till We Meet Again, written by Richard Whiting. When he first wrote the song, he was so dissatisfied that he threw it away. Fortunately, his wife had faith in her husband's ability, so he retrieved the manuscript and sent it off to the publisher. Since that time, the song has sold more than 11 million copies in one form or another. Whiting had other famous offsprings, of course. Sleepy Time Gal, Ain't We Got Fun, Louise, popularized by Maurice Cavalier, not to mention his own vocalist offspring, Margaret Whiting. But it's Till We Meet Again, which has left its mark on the musical and non-musical world. So aptly was the bittersweetness of parting, captured by Richard Whiting. At three of the Green Year, starring Charles Coburn as Grandfather Gow, Tom Drake as Wilbur, Beverly Tyler as Allison, and Jim Conan as Mr. Lucky. All in a few months, Robert Shannon's modest world has cast down a dozen. One disaster after another. Morose now in silence, ignoring everyone, even Grandpa Gow, Robert works on in the family. Sharing a word for his family, only when he comes home at night to supper. You're late, Robbie. Am I? It isn't enough in my old age to have to come back here. No. I'm not scared for a house full of men who come late to me. There's my book. You won't wait for him, will he? And that old man upstairs, what of him? I'll take him his place. No, you're not. He eats downstairs with the rest of us, or he'll not eat at all. Sit down. You're late, my duck. Where's Grandpa? He's in his room. Are you sure? Look at this. Grandpa's hat. Tie his hat. Found floating on the common pond. I'll look upstairs. Grandpa! They found his coat by the footbridge. Don't you see him, lad? Uh, I don't recollect, Murdoch. Uh, the man avoids me. The common pond, did you say? Murdoch, is it possible? I say anything is possible the way he's been treated. Yes, Robbie. Well, that's not been certain. Draw my nagging him day and night, and you threaten to send him to the workhouse. Workhouse? Papa wouldn't do that. And what do you know about it? When have you been home, say, to eat and sleep? Well, I support him, I pay his keep. Papa's got no right. Now you pay your seat, but you're speaking like a stranger. Like you did everybody since Allison went away. Murdoch, you think he... Why would he wish to live any longer? Now he's been after the nursery, just the place is. He's been looking forward to the flower show and the fair. You think my coronation's for his own. I... I just don't know. Well, I do. There's no security. You must wire for Adam. First thing, devoted to the old man he was. And he knows all about the insurance. Uh, Robbie, where are you going, boy? I'm going out. Uh, uh, you'll send that telegram for me. I'll send it, Papa. If I don't find him. <laughs> Another day, no sign of him yet. Oh. So you came, madam. I'm glad to see you, Robbie. No trace at all, Robbie. Oh, I've looked everywhere, Kate. He was a fine man, a lovely man. We're hoping Grant is still alive, Adam. The insurance will be paid, Papa. Touched on the spot. Oh, Ruby, how my heart breaks for you. I was just saying, Mrs. Bosomley, a finer man never breathed. He hadn't fought. A weakness or two. But what about... Why don't you say what you're really thinking? That he's worth more to your dead than alive. I'm shocked with you, Robbie. Where's your manners? Papa, Mr. McKellar's here. Oh, lawyer McAllister, come in, come in. The police, uh, just outside the door here, Mr. Lacoste. Uh, they'd like to speak to you. The police? Aye, aye, they found Gandhi Gow. He's been in jail. 
Bring him in, Constable. It's Grandpa. You will. Mr. Gow. <laughs> Mr. Gow, you're intoxicated. I am, Mr. Lecky. <clears throat> Ruby Lad and Mrs. Bosomley. He walks in beauty like the night of cloudless climes and starry skies. Dear family and friends, and you, Madam Lecky, <laughs> forgive me. Robbie, are you not coming with me? <laughs> oh, Grandpa. In a body, with a body, coming to the right. In a body. Good morning, Grandpa. Here, your medicine. Why can't you content yourself with beating me to death? Now get out of my way. I'm getting up getting this. You're staying in bed. Do you think there's going to be a flower store and there's a job there and a fair and a loving for it and me not in attendance? You know what the doctor said. You know, it's words like the last one you'll meet with a nature. That will be an embarrassing meeting for both of us. And, Grandpa, you've got to keep off the whiskey. On my honor as a gentleman, Robbie, why, I've not had a drop for days. Except for that bottle under your mattress. Hey. No, no, I'll stay home with you, Grandpa. Go on, go on. No. Go on and enjoy yourself. No, I'll keep you company. I won't go. If you stay in this house, I'll never speak to you again. Get out, get out. Just leave me here to die all by myself. Look, Papa. It's Grandpa. Marching there with the home guard. And in his field. Mr. Zoe. Here. And contrary to my explicit instructions. And look. Take a look of his sleeve. A whiskey bottle. Oh, that man. That wretched man. Robert, I'll take care of him, Papa. Robert! Robert! Allison! Allison, what are you doing here? Away from Edinburgh. If you'd answered my letter, you wouldn't have known where to take me. Well, anyway, I'm glad you're back. It's only for today. I couldn't miss the thing. Neither could Grandpa. You see him? Yes, and I've got to find him. Allison, what can I see in a few minutes? I'll be here, Rosie. I'll get Grandpa and take him to move back. I'll be right back. Step up, ladies. Step up. Have a glass with your grandpa's friend. Grandpa, put your glass down, come here. Grandpa, Allison's here. Hey. Can I trust you just for a few minutes? Why, laddie, for eternity. Grandpa, how do you do it? Do what? I'm 18 years old. Compared to you, I'm an old man. How do you do it, Grandpa? I'd like to know. You're in the green years, Robbie. You suffer the critical disease of being young. The Lord deliver me from ever having to go through that again. Well, go on, find your lassie. I'll not budge in. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll go to Murdoch. You've got to stroll like a flower exhibit. Uh, get, get me one of Murdoch's carnations, Robbie. Will you? I don't feel well. You won't do me this favor? Robbie, I'd like to. I'd like to, laddie, but I don't think I can. Uh, Robbie. Robbie. Grandpa. Grandpa! You're over Cannon, and you one day you'll be back in church again. You dead, Father Ruth? My great grandfather, yes, lad. I hear. He's a man of many follies. But he was incapable of you. He never died in his God. He could do things because he enjoyed doing them. Oh, do you think the God who understood my great grandfather? And forgive me. We will forgive you. I should like to pray with you, Robert. Come, 
Papa, Katie, Margaret. Well, now that we're home, I want you to know that I think it was a fine funeral. A fine funeral. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, look. Yes, Adam. Yes, Adam. It's fancy. It's tasty. May I come in? Ah, Mr. McKellar. Make yourself comfortable. I don't leave, Ruby. Yes, it's hardly concerned him. We're about to pick up the matter of the will. If you'll excuse I me. want the entire family put. Now, according to my figures, the insurance comes to a matter of 658 pounds, 12 shillings and sixpence. And the round number. Exactly. We must say it, Papa. He was a fine man. Oh, I... Speaking of it, you're respected in the party died. You might respect him now. I'm going to read the will. This is no need, sir. We all know what's in it. It's a very simple document. He left all he possessed, uh, the insurance, that is, to your late wife. And in the event of her death, to her executor. Yourself. That's proper. Mm. There's a codice there, however. The codice was drawn shortly after Robert Shannon failed his examination for the university. Sandy Gull left everything he possessed to Robert Shannon. He was insane. He was as sane as I am. Saner. He couldn't do that. It's not legal. It's legal. It's a crown proper non-black. I'll take it to law. I'll take it to law. I'll take it to law. Don't say, Mr. Letty. I do so, and I promise you I'll fight you in the county court. I'll fight you in the high court. I'll fight you to the floor of Parliament itself. Robert, it was Gandhi Gow's hope that you'd tender some wisely on your education. But I seem to mind him saying, a sort of afterthought it was, that if you preferred to invest it in wine, women, and song, that was your privilege. Oh, my God! At last, Alison. At last, I stand before thee. The great gates of the university of Glasgow. Give me your hand. Look at me. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.